What's up, everybody? This is Zach. I'm back with Justin. Justin, what's up? What's happening? So it's another breach of the week. And this is another one. I guess I don't necessarily, I don't have any direct personal connection to this, but it's another one of those ones that sort of hits you like in the feels because it's a book. It's a, it, this is Barnes and Noble, one of the last book chains that sort of yeah. still exists. I think it might be the last big one. I guess Phoenix books would be another big one, but they're not like their yeah. buildings are smaller. Barnes and Noble, I feel is like the last huge one. You just like walk around. I love yeah. that place. Yeah. Still holding on strong place of quiet enjoyment. It is. Uh, and so they got, they got whacked. Uh, Looks like they got whacked in the nook. They did, right in the <laughs> nook. <laughs> Which if, <laughs> I feel like we should clarify that the nook is a electronic book reader. reader. Yeah. Uh, I'm more of a Kindle guy, to so be honest. I, but I, I actually bought my mom a nook a, a while ago. Yeah, but they, they're nice. It's good hardware. Like it's nice. I feel like it's a little bit, uh, it's it's <clears throat> the, the Kindles sometimes feel like they're, unless you, you're willing to spend like $300 on a Kindle, which I find like, ridiculous you just get an ipad at that point yeah I know, right? the only issue is i it's i really like the e-ink displays like if they could combine yeah. those i mean it's just that would be nice i mean i stare at a computer screen all day and then you like lay in bed and you're like let me shove this computer screen as close to my face as possible while i'm reading so you don't wake up the missus yeah i've got i've got the little like nice little like this gooseneck warm reading light that's really nice so it doesn't have the blue light that's supposedly although i heard that's a scam too and i feel like the blue light thing might might not actually yeah. be what it is supposed to be so then the nook also kind of set the market too right like I, the yeah, nook I came out before the kindle if i can't I remember I, it was certainly early on i mean i think amazon had the advantage of just you know it was a i don't think it was quite the juggernaut it was but that was like they had a lot more i think reach outside of just yeah. reading at that point but yeah, it was an early on one. And I remember like when I was looking to get my first Kindle, I was actually more interested in the Nook. I think it had something to do with the fact that you could share Kindle books a little bit easier. But I think the Nook, you could like use some of the EPUBs and the other formats, mm. whatever. We're going on a long time. Yeah. <laughs> We've gone already off the rails. But <laughs> we anyways. Haven't, we haven't even talked about No, that's true. Yeah, we haven't even, yeah. Well, that's it. So uh, our recommendation <laughs> this week is the the nook. Um, so yeah, basically they got hit by, I believe it was the same attack that, uh, a lot of, I guess it's, I mean, everyone, it's not just retailers. It was a specific type of attack due to a vulnerability. Yeah. I think it stemmed from the vulnerability. They got, um, wrapped up in the pulse secure VPN vulnerability that everybody's been struggling with. And the short version is, you know, if you're not familiar with it, pulse secure VPN, um, servers have had vulnerability that allows hackers to steal usernames and passwords to basically infiltrate systems, install ransomware, exfil data. And is that, uh, that's like, that's the name of the company. That's not like a type of VPN, right? Like the pull secure yep. VPN is the actual company. So, yep. yep. Um, uh, and then in this case, um, I guess the, the best way I can kind of get my head around or describe it is basically turns into a denial of service for people operating on the Nook platform. So um, fast forward translates to unable to download books, unable to um, access your book library for previously downloaded books. You're unable to pay for new books. It's, it's basically the platform unaccessible. And also shut down their point of sale system in the store as well, which 
you know, that sort of gets to some of the other discussions that we had where these attacks start online and then start to have physical world implications. And, you know, and I feel for Barnes and Noble because it is one of the last, you know, bookstores like these types of impacts, you know, I mean, I, I, the company seems to be doing okay now, but you know, there's periods of time where it was in pretty dire straits. And, uh, you know, the, the good thing about this, I guess, is that it doesn't sound like financial information was released, um, but emails and transaction history was. So all those weird books that you got, you know, early COVID where you wanted a lot of time to just <laughs> do yeah. weird stuff because you were bored. Uh, the Russians now, because there was there was reference to a. Uh, some Russian speaking websites where this information was sold uh, credentials to get into. So I guess even if the trans or the financial information wasn't necessarily, I don't know how much, like if you have those credentials, if you could go in and actually like buy stuff or if there's like an MFA or some sort of system to prevent you from purchasing more, but they could get in and look at your, your nook. Yeah. Keep the Russians out of your nooks (laughs) and crannies. The last thing you want. Uh, and this is, is this like, uh, I mean, people are still trying, like, I'm guessing this is still sort of a threat like that. Cause I keep seeing this, this vulnerability, you know, referenced in other, uh, attacks as well. The pulse VPN. So if you don't yeah. patch it, you're still open to this. Right. Yeah. So sh- short version, how this happens is, um, I, I hate it when people say hackers. I know. Like, I know. It's like, like you have to, like, it's just a generic term. Everyone it's like Xeroxing, right? Like you just, yeah. Okay. I feel better. Okay. But so basically bot bots, just trolling for signatures. Yeah. Able to download credentials, sends it back to mother Russia. And then they've got the list of targets, yeah. right? Create an email campaign, fish people, get a foothold on someone's machine. And then you have credentials. Yeah. And it sounds like at least in, in, at least for Barnes and Noble, it doesn't sound like they moved laterally or vertically, uh, to get into other stuff. Although they, they did do a denial of service. I guess it depends on how they actually. Yeah. It depends what happens. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, it's not clear how that worked. They downloaded, you know, um, payload that has ransomware on it. You're like, you're you're gonna, the result's gonna be the same. Yeah. It's not clear whether that was what, what exactly caused the the stuff to actually get shut down. I mean, I guess they may have done it too. They might've just like, you know, pulled a plug out of a yeah. panic. So Although I will say, I mean, we have seen a big uptick in the industry on, um, you know, malicious actors with credentials, like, like a live operator yeah. logging in and then installing the payload that way. That was the not pet. Yeah. was done that way. Correct. I believe yeah, there's, there's they, been a few recently. Um, uh, I should probably hold off on names <laughs> to make sure they're, they're actually public, but yeah, uh, we'll, 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 you'll find out about these in future breaches of the week. Yeah. Uh, okay. So these are, th- this is one of those like opportunities where it could be a very specific, like I'm coming to, sh- to do something. Yeah. It's like a persistent threat, but you know, I mean, there's so many usernames and passwords. I mean, even when, you know, we do our work and attack right. simulations and like one of the first things we do is go out and look, see if there's credentials on the web and scarily, like most of the time there's, they still work. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, one thing that was interesting that I saw that Google starting to do with their password manager is if you have passwords that are compromised. So I don't know what they're using to actually identify which ones are, which, but obviously Google's a big, 
security company. I'm sure they've got, but it'll say like, you know, Hey, this has been compromised. You may want to change your password. And then I pay for a couple different services, like identity protection stuff. And yeah, when you get that notification, you're like, what account is that? Like, what is that from? And you're like, Oh my God. Like that's been like, I mean, I, I, you Wait. think of like the amount of accounts you create now and ha- like when you just stop using a service, I mean, I, you probably do. I feel like maybe I'm not I, like a lot of times I forget to just like delete the account. And even if you do, what does that mean? It may still be on there. I'm sure they don't get rid of it. They want to have that. That's how they mine for information. So, yeah. I wonder in your case, it was the guy that you sold your laptop to. It very much could have been. Oh Bugging. yeah. You know, no, actually I believe <laughs> no that. Yeah. No, it could have definitely been in that case. I know the entire East coast was using my Netflix password at one point because (laughs) before they finally limited it to a certain number of accounts, I had, you know, shared it with my wife, who's was my girlfriend at the time. I think her sister got it. Her sister handed it out to like 10 of her friends. And then like family members were using it. I'm getting notifications and email. Like someone just logged in from like, you know, another country. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? They're like, wait, I have not seen the Witcher yet. Yeah. And I didn't, multiple people have already finished. I don't even know if you could, I'm (laughs) trying to think of what the early, like early Netflix wasn't that great. It was just the fact that you could stream movies. So it was probably not anything good. Like the Witcher It was probably some stupid, I don't even know. I wish I could, I probably could go back and look at what was there. Cause I've, yeah, that's like, you just think like you have these services you sign up for and then you kill them off and you forget about them. Yeah. No, that was, uh, that's kind of my, my Amtrak one. Yeah. We talked about in the summer. Oh yeah. yeah. That one, that one was a little bit of an eye opener. Yeah. I was like, I was like, what the F? I love Amtrak. <laughs> what are you doing to me? Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, since then, very long passwords, delete the account and done. Most of the times so I forget my password. Yeah. <laughs> Just have to reset. I mean, that's the nice thing. Like, yeah, a lot of times with the MFA and, you know, like, you get a couple attempts at the password and then you reset it. And uh, yeah, I don't remember. I've got so many passwords at this point. Like, yeah, I, the best was I, I did create my own last pass at one point. This was years ago, loaded it all up and then forgot the password. And it was like, I feel like at that point you couldn't very easily get back into it. Like it wasn't, didn't have sort of the authentication process it does now. Yeah. It was a, it was a blood sample. Yeah. And so it was just like, well, I guess I don't get into those accounts anymore. Yeah. Well, didn't need them anyway. Which which ones you need, which ones you don't. Uh, What would someone have done to protect themselves in this? This is just like, is this on pull secure VPN because they didn't have a patch out or. Yeah. This was a big one that was just going around over the, over the summer. Yeah. So there's not a lot you probably could have done to like get ahead of this or. Um, I mean, when it, when it came out, I mean, there's just a lot being of quick turning on multi-factor resetting passwords. Okay. Um, you know, just a lot of secondary protections, email gateways. Yeah. So there was, there probably wasn't much you could have done ahead of time to stop it unless you, right. Yeah. I mean, with, with these two, I mean, kind of an unfair comparison and they're completely different things, but it's like the, um, what's the one that came out a couple years ago? It was Heartbleed. Yeah. Like, ah, frick. Like there's not much we can do to pass. I mean, this is, this is similar in that vein where it's saying like, it's been out there. People were made aware of it and then try to pivot quickly to, to prevent. But I mean, I, fully reckon it heartbleed was something different right 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 sure 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 all right well perhaps burns noble could have benefited from the services of new harbor security www.newharborsecurity.com 
keep your nooks and crannies virus free <laughs> <laughs> and hire new Harbor security. Oh, that's almost a jingle. I almost yeah. said a song there. Yeah. Uh, should put, should put some, some I know, musical I riff think, like, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So we will, uh, we'll have another uh, breach of the week uh, next week. Uh, hopefully uh, not involving nooks. No nooks. See you later, Justin. See ya.